All right. Hello. Welcome back to Diva Dive. It is our season finale. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my internet literally lagged out while you were saying that, which is why there's probably like a huge delay that I'm going to have to edit out later. <laughs> but yes, I think it is the season finale, which is, I think, what you said. Yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, it's the season finale. It's exciting. Um, and this time we've got a two-for-one special because we are covering the identical twins, the Veronicas. Um, but f- before we do that, I thought we would go into... <laughs> the description as always of course yep so diva dive answers the age-old question of what makes a diva standable by diving into the most comprehensive portrayal of their lives and careers there exists their wikipedia pages join us each week or so as we delve into our chosen divas wikipedia page uh sex and oh my god cut that bit out um Cut that bit out. Um, no, I reckon I'm gonna leave it in. This is gonna no. be the first like blooper introduction that no, we've ever done. No, no, oh my god, don't use it. I'm just gonna do the second paragraph from like join us. Okay. Because like I don't know what happened there. I think I just got distracted by like your face for some reason. <laughs> oh. Why? I'm leaving this in. I think it'll no, be funny. No, no, don't, please. Oh my god, I'm gonna quit. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> quit the podcast quit. that's ending. <laughs> You're not getting a year-end episode. Oh. Uh, yeah. But anyway, join us each week or so as we delve into our Chosen Divas Wikipedia page section by section before we ask ourselves the burning question. Do, do we, we stand? All right. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've gotten through that. Um, so like I said before, we have a two-for-one special today. Um, we're covering Lisa and Jess. Uh, I'm going to butcher this, but Origlioso. Or- I trust you. I trust you. That sounds right. I don't trust myself. Um, But yes, we're covering the Veronicas from Brisbane, Australia. Nice. Um, Yeah. So they are, they have their genres listed on Wikipedia as pop, electro pop, progressive pop, which I'm not really too familiar with the genre, pop rock, Mm. pop punk and dance pop. And yeah, like for me, that's kind of secondary to the fact that they were like the soundtrack of my, uh, childhood more or less yeah um they were before my time which is why i feel like i'm coming into this episode underprepared myself Ooh. but i'm uh, i have an open mind i know like okay. they're one song yeah. oh i've okay i've lined up some like classics and um yeah look this is gonna be like a really walk down memory lane episode for me so like okay. i feel like i'm in a good place to kind of lead a newcomer to the Veronicas through this, but I don't know. I've said that, but now I feel like I've set my sights too high and I set the expectations a little too high, but we'll see. Yeah, no, I'm ready. I'm ready for whatever you have in store. All right. So, well, we'll start our journey with, as usual, a look into their fan wiki. Um, So it's not too fancy. It's just 118 pages. Uh, So it has mostly, like, um, details on their discography. So... uh, as well as albums and songs, they are there are like lyrics which I appreciate, um, and the featured video on the front page is uh, the Lolita official video. For some reason, oh, something I found really funny was Lisa has a bio section that's fully filled out, but Jess's is blank. Really? For some <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I don't know if whoever made the wiki had like either ran out of time or just um, oh. you know, wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't too... Has a favourite, maybe? Jess's page was not <laughs> even found. There are 118 pages on this wiki, and one of them, one of the members doesn't even get one. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, like, every one of their unreleased songs has a page, or their singles, or their albums, their songs, like, get pages. But the actual singer doesn't get anything. <laughs> yeah. That seems a bit harsh. Oh, maybe, Yeah. We say this every week, but maybe we'll drive up some interest for it and <laughs> someone will come along and write. Maybe I could write the just page after like After we do this, yeah. Episode. Oh my god, go off. If I Okay, actually, actually, um I don't think I'm in a like in a good place or like I don't think anyone is in a good place to write bio sections because uh nice segue into the actual wiki itself. Uh, in a Diva Dive first, there is no early life section in the Veronica's Wikipedia. Right. So we don't know about, we don't know anything about them. They're just like mysterious figures of the Australian, like, yeah. 
2000s landscape. Yeah, yeah. So usually we'll get like uh, birth dates. We'll get like um, some early life details. Mm. Um, although we do have like some early life and career beginnings on their individual pages. So maybe like I could go from there. Right. Um, but yeah. Okay. So there is some there like um, in terms of like, oh, they were born in like on the 25th of December in 1984. Um, yeah. In Albany Creek, Queensland, Australia. So they are Italian, Australian background and um, Lisa is younger than Jessica. Right. So that's their kind of background story um, with them beginning their career at the age of five, performing at award shows and um, sporting events. But yeah, it is pretty light on their like actual like um, duo, like their performing side. Mm. Just to clarify, <laughs> they are twins, yeah. right? Yes, they are twins. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you, you thought they were like, Two people who who happen to look alike. No, yeah, I don't. I, I was just making sure. I was like ninety percent sure, but I was like maybe they're just sisters who are like one year apart and look the same. Uh no, no, they're, they're twins. Okay. Yeah, I feel like them being twins was like the the whole like half like the appeal of the. I mean, not the appeal <laughs> of them, but like it was a pretty big thing about them. Sure. I mean, I again came into this episode knowing nothing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I shouldn't be judging, <laughs> but um. Yeah, they they are twins, and they did like once perform as the Oriliaso twins. Oh. Not pronounce that, but yeah. Um, That's probably why they changed it. Maybe, maybe. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah. So in uh, without there being an actual early life section, there is like a background section on the Wikipedia itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so. It lists activity from around 2001, and it's mostly about their early career stuff, like going by their old name and being managed by their dad. Um, But yeah, actually, the most interesting part of this section is the part about their new band name, the Veronicas, and the short-lived kind of conflict they had with Archie Comics. Mm. So um, basically, when they learned um, about the group, Archie Comics launched legal action against them for trademark infringement and... um, to get them to stop using the name of their character, Veronica Lodge. Um, so they'd asked uh, Warner Music, the Warner Music Group to hand over all publicity rights and to pay $200 million in damages. Um, but interestingly enough, this all ended in a kind of positive way. So they uh, reached a cross-promotional deal with the Veronicas and um, they, the Veronicas themselves actually ended up uh, appearing in an issue of the Veronica comic series where they meet Veronica, the character, and perform in Riverdale and spend a day there. And, yeah, so this came with a code for a free download of their single Forever in MP3 form. Um, and they also featured on an issue of Archie and Friends where uh, Archie is apparently canonically their biggest fan. So, <laughs> yeah, if anyone's listening to this thinking that they're the Veronica's biggest fan, your competition is Archie from the Archie comics, unfortunately. That's kind of wild. It is. Isn't it wild? Yes. <laughs> like, I... I'm... <laughs> I don't know what to say about this. I'm just like, I <laughs> know of, like, Archie comics, the, like, source material for, like, Riverdale, right? Yeah, you could say Riverdale. I was going to say, you could say you know Riverdale. Yeah, it's yeah, okay, yeah. no judgment. No, but then I'm, like, imagining all of the characters, because I never read the comics. I'm literally just, like, imagining the characters in that show, like, going home and listening to the Veronicas after they've just spent a whole day, like, shooting each other in the street. <laughs> oh, or whatever. God, right. I don't know what happens in that show anymore, because I haven't watched it for a while. But in my yeah, mind, they yeah. just shoot each other in the street, or, like, I don't know. They're, like... They're, like, solving a murder mystery, and, yeah. like... <laughs> It was the Veronicas, no. <laughs> Can you imagine if, like, yeah, the Veronicas were, like, popular at the time, like, now when, like, Riverdale was released. And, like, it would all be the Veronicas much. as a subplot in <laughs> Riverdale. I-, I would pay to see that. Like, that would be interesting. There just are too many subplots in Riverdale already, I feel like. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like, lost it after a season. <laughs> but, yeah, I, yeah, I'm glad that they were able to come to, like, what seemed like a really friendly agreement and, like, something that... Um, 
you know, it resulted in a really interesting kind of uh, outcome for both yeah. um, entertainment entities yeah. in a really business peak kind of way. <laughs> yeah. Such a weird resolution to a $200 million lawsuit, but sure. I know. Yeah, yeah. But no, it, I don't know, it sounds creative and interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to go from there, um, I thought we'd listen to, yeah, since this part doesn't really go through much music, I thought we would listen to a, uh, a track from the album we're about to talk to about The Secret Life Of. Um, I chose Forever because it's a classic and I love it. And this might be the song that you know, I guess. Um, maybe. There is a chance that this is the song. All right. We will listen to it and we'll see. But yes. This is Forever from the Veronicas. All right, that was Forever by the Veronicas from the album The Secret Life Of. Yes. What did you think about that? Um, I feel like I've heard this song before. Like, it rings a bell, but I'm also like, I don't know if this is the song that I was thinking of, but I was like, I know one song by the Veronicas. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I, like, adore this song. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't remember, like the music video being quite so like in my mind it was a lot more like because I watched it when I was very young and I like it seemed like the coolest thing in the world and like now looking back on it, it like it is the most 2005 thing ever <laughs> like <laughs> yeah the video says yeah the video it says it's from like 2005 and it was like <laughs> like you know the chunky kind of highlights in their yes. hair the grungy like eyeliner and like putting on like red lipstick and they're not like quite suiting because you're like <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh, like it, they look, they look nice in it. Like, you know, that's not to say they they look bad. It's just like, it's very like reminiscent of a time in my own kind of childhood and my own adolescence. And like, yeah, it's just, it was like I watched this and like the nostalgia hit like so hard. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Um. Yeah. It's so weird for me to think about this as like an adolescent like child. Like my adolescent, like link it to my childhood and adolescence when they were like actually twenty one when the time yeah. that like this came out. It's like oh they weren't even like at the age that I was when I first listened to it. Yeah, like that's the thing because like yeah. you, we or like you would have listened to it when you were like probably quite a bit younger. Um, I mean two thousand and five, yeah. right? So it was like it's weird to kind yeah. of pin down where this was all falling for them as well. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My main takeaway is that like I um. Yeah, like, I remember this song a little differently, but that that doesn't make me love it, like, any less or anything. It's just, like, it's still very nostalgic, and, like, mm-hmm. I still think this song, like, holds up in, like, its, I don't know, listenability. That's not a word, but, like, mm. I, like I still think this is a really good song. It's not, it's not like, oh, it was good for when I was, like, 10 years old, yeah. and, like, I would have found this impressive. It's just, it's just, like, full stop, a good song. Yeah. Yeah, Did it I hasn't gotten ten? old yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or it's, like, it's aged without getting old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't know... Yeah, I, I don't know if that's still, like, my nostalgia, like, being, you know... Mm. Making me look at this more fondly than I would have, <laughs> like, if I weren't attached to it. Right. Yeah. But, I don't know. It's still it's still a good song. I still like it. I That's all I have to say on it. Yeah, that's fair. I thought it was a good song, too. Mm. This section basically details the... Uh, album itself, the Veronicas performed um, at the 2005 NRL Grand Final uh, before this album itself, like, uh, released. Um, It was called The Secret Life Of, dot, dot, dot. Um, It did pretty well. Like, it entered the Aria charts at number seven, peaked at number two, and went four times platinum. Okay, so it went, like, really well, (laughs) not just Mm -hmm. pretty well, especially for a first album. Um, Five singles kind of spawned from this. Um... Uh, and because of its success, um, what we listen to forever, everything I'm not, when it all falls apart, revolution and leave me alone. Um, the album spent a year in the Aria album charts without leaving the top 40 and was nominated for three Aria awards. Mm. Um, it won best pop release. Um, in the US, it debuted at number 133 on the Billboard 200 and number three on the Billboard Top Heat Seekers chart. Um, and it also had success in New Zealand, the Netherlands, um, and Belgium, and um, when it all falls ap- when it all falls apart, spent a record of seventeen weeks um, on MTV Asia's Pop Ten chart. This is wild to me because, like, were they famous yeah. before this album? Uh, 
Uh, not like majorly, because like, uh, at least not as the Veronicas, because that's mm. like it doesn't really mention so much about their activity, uh, except for like you know little things here, here or there. And this was like their first kind of studio album. Yeah, they kind um, of just like broke through with this album, and it was good, and that's why it was kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. And like because also at this time, like the Forever was featured on the comedy movie She's the Man. Mm-hmm. Um, another song Revolution appeared in another Amanda Bynes movie, Sydney White. And um When It All Falls Apart was released in Simlish for the Sims 2 seasons expansion pack. Oh my god. Um, yeah, and you know, the girls themselves appeared on an episode of The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Um oh and uh, they went on a 2006 Revolution tour and the CD-DVD exposed The Secret of Life of the Veronicas, um, which had live performances of these. If this tour was released as well. So, yeah, quite a bit going on at this time. Um, and, yeah, moderate success for a first album, yeah. which is pretty impressive. No, it actually sounds like a big debut, especially, like, at least, yeah. like, domestically in Australia. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, not even moderate success in that case. Like, it's, mm. yeah, really impressive, like... Oh, yeah, even, especially for, like, an Australian act, like, yeah. to perform so well overseas. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So, because I'm not ready to talk about the next album yet, <laughs> um, I chose uh, another song break that we're going to go into uh, with another song from this album. It's called Everything I'm Not, and this one goes for a little more of a serious vibe, and since we're off, like, the high of forever being an absolute bop, I thought we'd go into something a little more serious and... Yeah, we'll see what you think about it on the flip side. Sure. Yeah, this is Everything I'm Not by the Veronicas. Um, So that was Everything I'm Not um, by the Veronicas from the album The Secret Life Of. Mm -hmm. Yes. Do you have any thoughts on it? Um, Yeah, I can see what you mean. It did take a more serious turn. Like it was, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think a breakup song based on the vibe. I like could not understand the lyrics because I could never understand the lyrics on the first go. But that's what it sounded like. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was... Yeah, it was a more serious song about, like, actually, yeah, I'm not even going to, like, pause what that song was about because I don't want to get it wrong. <laughs> like, I don't want to get embarrassed by, being, like, going, like, full waxing lyrical about, like, oh, yeah, this is the subtle meanings and of this. and like Literally me last episode yeah. love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, like, being like, oh, yeah, this is, like, the part where it kind of goes into this and then being like, okay, that's totally not what the song is about. Yeah, literally. And then they need to, like, yeah. Google the lyrics halfway through the episode to, like, redeem yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm not gonna make that mistake. No offense, Mark. But, okay, um, that's fine. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, I I really like that. It's the kind of song that I would like at that at the age that I was when I first heard it. I would have like on the bus to school, like oh just put it on on my like iPod Touch <laughs> and like no, 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 my... AF just sit in the bus and be like moody. Yeah, yeah, in the morning, just, like, yeah. Put, sorry, not my iPod Touch, my iPod Nano, because, like, wow. no way I was going to give you an iPod Touch. I just have my earbuds in with everyone else on the school bus and just, like, yeah, pretend I was the kind of girl that would, you know, mm-hmm. have, like, deep moments like this when really the deepest moment was, like, in my life, I don't know, possibly failing a math <laughs> test. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have much in terms of, like, fully deep moments in high school, I wow. think. None that warranted, like, a Veronica's this, soundtrack yeah. to my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that just, yeah, once you mentioned Lord, I was like, oh, wow. Like, my childhood did not warrant, like, even a Lord soundtrack. Like, she makes um, yeah. adolescent sound so, like, significant when mine was not. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I... Mm. Yeah. Oh, Wow. I feel like this whole season has been, like, not to do, like, the entire season, like, reflection now, but, like, (laughs) it has been, like, a lot of nostalgia that's just been, like, me reevaluating, like, how, um, yeah, Yeah. this music kind of shaped my, like, life, but also, uh, what, I don't want to say delusions of grandeur that I had, but what, like, (laughs) (laughs) how I, like, felt about certain things and how that... I thought it related to the music I was listening to at the time. Yeah. I wonder if that has anything to do with the fact that we chose Australian artists that were, like, actually really big here for a while. At least each of them, I think. Yeah. Um, That's a good point. Yeah. And just maybe ones that we haven't even picked up in, like, ages. Yeah. You know, like, the Veronica's... Yeah, spoiler. (laughs) A lot of my listening of them was in, like, the early days of their career. 
But yeah, to um, move on to the next album. Um, so they began work on their second album, Hook Me Up, in early 2007 uh, in Los Angeles. And it was related, it was later released um, in November that year. Jeez, I'm like a mess this episode. <laughs> Um, so this one, uh, this album hooked me up, uh, it actually debuted at number two on the ARIA albums chart and it went double platinum. Um, it became the 28th highest selling album in Australia in 2007. Um, its lead single hooked me up became their first number one hit in Australia and other singles included Untouched, This Love, Take Me on the Floor and Popular. Um, so This Love and Take Me on the Floor were top 10 hits and certified gold and Untouched went to number two in Australia and was certified platinum. Um, it was also their first single to chart on the Billboard Hot 100, peaking at number 17, um, which, make, which made it their first top 20 hit in the US. Um, they actually became the first Australian artist to have a single certified platinum in the US with over 1 million paid downloads. Um, oh. Yeah, uh, well, according to the wiki, and um, also had they also had success uh, in the UK and Ireland, um, and this song was their first international number one single after reaching number one on the Irish charts. Right, according yeah. to the wiki, as opposed to any other information source that we consult for any of these episodes. <laughs> right, according to the wiki. So, like, <laughs> if we say anything wrong in these episodes, like, please note that we are taking information from Wikipedia. Oh uh, yeah, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, Alleg- allegedly. <laughs> Not to say that Wikipedia is a flawed source. It's just like it's what we use because it's what our show is about, and yeah, yeah, allegedly, <laughs> yeah, allegedly. <laughs> Maybe cut this entire section out. I don't think anybody's sitting down to fact check our show. No, and they shouldn't because they might get disappointed in us. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) Oh, God. We have to do this. We have to keep Ed Sheeran's lawyers at bay. Oh, my God. (laughs) Definitely cut that bit out. I was about to say allegedly again. Allegedly. <laughs> Just to really drive the point home. But... Okay, but yeah. Um, but yeah, also at this time, they re-released Forever as a single in the UK and Ireland, and it had some chart success. Um, they went on the Hook Me Up tour in Australia in 2007. They went on their second tour for the album, the Revenge is Sweet tour in Australia, New Zealand, US, Canada, UK, Italy, France, Germany, and Japan. I probably could have just said, like, no, that, that's countries. actually quite a few continents. Uh. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, they got four nominations for the ARIA Awards and didn't win any, but they performed Untouched on the night. Um, and Untouched was featured in the FIFA 09 video game. Interesting. Which I have not played. Um, There's yeah. a good chance that I might have played that once. Just oh because God. I was at a family friend's house and they were like, yeah, let's play FIFA. I was like, oh my God, okay, let's play FIFA. And then I sat down <laughs> and played FIFA. Yeah, and you were like, oh my God, what is this song? And it was the Veronica's. It was... <laughs> Okay, Untouched for... Okay, I've heard Untouched, and it's not a song that I would associate with, like, a sports video game. Right. Like, we're going to listen to it now, but Mm. tell me what you think, because, like, for me, it sounds like a weird choice for a sports video game, but maybe it makes sense to, like, people who actually, like, have played it. Oh, my God. Okay, played it one time, like, (laughs) on accident, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, you are now the gaming expert of this show. Good luck. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, no, but I feel in my gut that this is the song that I was referring to at the start of the episode. This is the yeah, one I, I, I think it might be as well, but we're going to find out. Uh, okay. This is Untouched from the Veronicas. Oh my god, yeah, this is the one. <laughs> right, that was Untouched from the Veronicas. I was, like, weirdly getting into that because, like, when you were like, oh, do you want to move on? I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, we're, <laughs> no, we're not meant to be listening to this. Or, <laughs> we're not, like... No, I was kind of into it, too. That was the song. That was the song. That was the song. Okay, yeah. Okay, having listened to it, um, I kind of get why it was put in the FIFA video game. Although, like, okay, it makes sense if you don't, like, listen to the lyrics too hard. Like, maybe, like, the beat is, like... Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, this <laughs> seems like the kind of music where if you just took the instrumental, it would play in the background of, like, when you pick your character or your team or something. It, like, hypes you up for, like... Right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah the background music is very, like, hypey. Um, yeah, on, yeah. On that note... <laughs> right. I feel like that's what actually makes the song good. I was, like, listening to the verse, and I was like, 
I don't know actually how I feel about the verse, like the kind of whispery vocals that they do over the verse. Like, obvi- like it's good. Okay. It's a good song, but I'm also like, I feel like what makes it catchy is like the I don't know the violins in the background and stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Like lyrically, even it might not be, uh, too strong. Yeah, I have no idea what that song was about. <laughs> yeah, like I <laughs> actually I don't even want to like diss the lyrics too much because like it like it works. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, but the other thing is, in my mind, the chorus wasn't as breathy as it actually was. And now I feel like right. I'm nitpicking, but, like, okay. I don't know. I still enjoyed it on the whole. Like, yeah. and that is a big song. Yeah, yeah. Like, I... Yeah, no, I, I really like it. And I was listening mm. to it, and I was, like, getting so into it. And I'm, like, I appreciate... Like, I understand, like, the flaws of it, but, like, I still really, really like it. Yeah, that's the thing. I can, po- I can sit here and point out flaws, but I'm, like, that... I feel like of the three, that's, like, the catchiest. That's the one that's going to, like, stay in my mind. Right. After this episode, you know? Yeah. Okay, Because yeah. it's the one that was in my mind before this episode. <laughs> right. <'cause laughs> it was already oh, there. The song that you knew before, you'll know afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> my mind. I know. Oh, my God. Literally. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, also the aesthetic. Um, yeah, yeah. We talk about music videos more often on the show now. But um, I... I feel so like not just like nostalgic, but also like I have such warm feelings towards the kind of scene aesthetic of like that period of time, like the late two thousands, mm. like the alternative kind of um, rock chick <laughs> <laughs> kind of aesthetic. I I adore it, and it was it was so nice to like kind of see it again. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that's just me gushing over like the. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, like the the visuals that maybe don't like hold up quite as well to now, but or like seem dated, but is still like something you can appreciate. Yeah, because it yeah like again part of its nostalgia, but yeah, I don't really care because I still <laughs> quite like it. Yeah, define the era. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> We're making bold statements this episode. Wow. <laughs> so okay, this part of the wiki is um kind of where I drop off just a tiny little bit um right so yeah okay uh naturally this is because this part of the wiki itself like outlines some of the issues they faced in the release of their third album um so writing for this album began in December 2009 and recording in January the following year but the album itself would not be released until 2014 I feel like um, that's been a theme this season. Just, like, right? albums that take four years because of, like, <laughs> jostling around on, like, record labels or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the album itself was said to be, uh, and to quote the Ver- Veronica's, and uh, to quote the wiki's quote of the Veronica's, <laughs> um, the album was said to be a little different from the last two records, um, and uh, it was going to be a pop record with different undertones so influences included classical music and classical rock as well as pop um Mm -hmm. so in february 2012 they announced that the release date of the album was coming soon um and later indicated a late 2012 release um they announced the album name life on mars in june and warner music then delayed the release of the album until 2013 um, so the first single of the then promised album was titled Lolita. The lyric video was released on the 27th of July, 2012. Um, and the official music video came out later on the 30th of August. So, uh, the wiki goes into like their label conflicts, um, where the Veronica's embarked on a process of making many different changes to the album and this caused the release date to be postponed. Um, and then the content of the and the theme of the album was also changed. Um, so the Veronica's ex- explained that Lolita was not an official single promoting the new album. It was just a single, according to them, quoting them from the wiki again. Uh, it was a single release for their Australian fans. Um, and they said it's been such a long time since we have had anything new over there. Um, yeah, it's quite a, it's a nice sentiment. Like, I don't know how much yeah. it is down, like, you know, we're going to release this music because it's what we have. Or, like... But, like, yeah, I'm sure like there was, like, a genuine feeling of, yeah, like, we're doing something for the fans. Like, we owe our fans something after this long. Because, like, yeah. to what extent is this just a cover-up for, like, yeah. the 
you know, drama that was sort of going on behind the scenes, you know? Yeah, yeah. but And that's mm. all, like, speculation on our part as well. Like, yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah, not just, like, yeah, that's just our speculation and our, like, editorialising of that kind yeah, of thing yeah, yeah. going on. We don't know for sure, and it's not like the wiki goes into any great detail anyway. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just, you know, keeping ourselves honest. Um, <laughs> yeah, but in October 2013... The Veronica's announced via their official Facebook page that they had split from Warner Brothers Records. Um, yeah. So at this time, um, they were featured on and provided backing vocals for other artist songs. Um, mm-hmm. They recorded a cover of Grown Up Christmas List, um, The Spirit of Christmas 2010, um, to th- for that album, the compilation album, The Spirit of Christmas 2010. Yep. And Lisa also started a group called The Dead Cool Dropouts with her friend Tyler Bryant. Um it was apparently mostly done using GarageBand on Mac, and uh, they eventually released an EP. So, yeah, not a lot. No, no release of the album resulting throughout a lot of this, but more, like, uh, interesting background projects and, like, stuff like, yeah, recording yep. songs and backup vocals for other artists. Mm-hmm. Um, Happens to everyone. Yeah, yeah. So I chose... There wasn't, like, a significant enough song for me to choose from this era. <laughs> era. Um, I chose Cruel from the actual upcoming album. So I thought we'd give that a listen and see where this kind of journey, like this tumultuous period kind of leads to before we kind of talk about the actual release of the album later. Yeah, because we're about to get there anyway, right? Yeah, 2014. yeah. Yeah. So this is Cruel from the Veronica's. Okay, that was Cruel from the Veronica's. Um, yeah, this song rings a bell for me as well. And I was just like looking at the album cover and mm-hmm. I was like... The album rings a bell for me as well. Right. Yeah. I that was surprisingly upbeat. Like yeah. compared to like their previous stuff. And very more like I don't want to say traditionally poppy, but like uh I guess what I would more associate with pop music. Like that kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. But the other thing is I feel like I feel like it wasn't even that bad that like a lot of time passed between their last release and this release. Obviously, like I'm not, you know, whatever dramas they faced, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But like a, I feel like their kind of vibe as a group was able to come a really long way without really, like, deviating from the original kind of spirit of the Veronicas, if you know what I mean. Like, aesthetically yep. and, like, just even vocally, like, I feel like they were better in that video. Like, the, um, the, what's it called? The head voice bits were, like, crisper. Right, yeah. Um, and not as, like, breathy. And, like, the production just seemed a bit, like, cleaner. Yeah, yeah, it, um... Yeah, it seemed a lot more mainstream, but not in a bad way, is, like, how I yeah. kind of interpreted it. Yeah, yeah, because it still retains, like, what we loved about them from yeah. earlier. Mm. And it's, like, the fact that they can still pull that off after so long is, like, I just feel like there's something kind of effortlessly iconic about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was into it. I was so into it. Like, it, yeah, I actually, I think that's the first time I've actually listened to that song all the way through. And I, it's not a song that I'm really familiar with in their discography, but, like, mm. it's... I, I'm still into it. Like, it, it's a good song. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so how we got to this point, though, is still, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, something to be discussed. Um, but in March 2014, the Veronica started a, an internet series documenting the last few years of their journey titled Did You Miss Me? Um, it was later announced that a record deal had been struck with Sony Music Entertainment and the long-anticipated third album was to be released late in 2014. Yay. Um, you Ruin Me, the lead single for the album, was released in September. Um, it debuted at number one on the ARIA single charts. And Okay, I feel like... I, yeah. Wait, not to cut you off. No, no it's okay, going. you go. Like, I have a very clear memory of You Ruin Me, and it was totally unexpected, right? It was, like, really slow and sad, and, like... Yeah. I feel like if they released this as a lead single, I would have, like... Mm. I don't know, it would have been more of a... I just think it would have, like, caught more people into the era for longer, whereas I feel like you ruined me people listened to it and then right. sort of tuned out because it wasn't the Veronica's they remembered. Okay, yeah. I think um, I even, like, when I was choosing the songs for this episode, I may have, like, looked at you ruined me but then decided, like, against it and chose this just because it was, like, more fun and, like, upbeat. Yeah. And, like, I feel like, like, I made a very deliberate decision to, like, kind of choose this song over another one. I can't remember what it was, but it might have actually been you ruined me. Mm-hmm. Like, just because it was, like, more of a bop to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Good choice. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
You know it. Mm. Um, yeah, because, like, okay, you know when you go to Spotify and you see, like, the first up popular tracks, they've got, like, ten tracks on there? Mm-hmm. From this album, You Ruin Me is, like, number six, and If You Love Someone is number seven. Everything else is from different albums. And, like, Cruel isn't even on there when I think, like, it's way more deserving, mm. personally. But um, I yeah. feel like I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, with this album, they held a private showcase of... Um, of it for fans in October and stated that their future shows would be more instrumental, more intimate, sorry, very theatrical Mm -hmm. and interactive. Not really sure what that means since I didn't go to a show, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Um, I didn't go to these shows. A bit hard to comment on that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I feel like, oh, this is so relevant to the show. (laughs) Um, But on the 31st of October, uh, during a special album release secret show, um, the song "If You Love Someone" was announced as the second single. It was, um, you know, it premiered on Australian radios in yeah, early November and was released alongside the launch of the album itself uh, on the twenty first of November. Um, the song became a success in Australia, charting at number five um, on the ARIA charts and was certified gold with sales upwards of thirty five thousand. Um, Cruel was released as the third single of the album, and that's pretty much all the wiki says about it. <laughs> um, deserves more love and attention, in my opinion, though. Um, but also at this time, they were the opening act for the Australian pop punk, pop punk band Five Seconds of Summer on the Priya tour for the band's 2015 Rock Out With Your Socks Out tour. That's kind of wild to me <laughs> that they would open for Five Sauce when they feel like a bigger deal than Five Sauce. Right. Like, I know. Like, Five Sauce at this time would have been, like, new to the game, right? Yeah. But- Though, to be fair, I feel like She Looks So Perfect was, like, a huge... Like, that was bigger than anything the Veronica's released in 2014, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, I guess... Well, maybe not, unfortunately. I mean, I like that song. Right, yeah. She Looks So Perfect... Yeah, actually, that was a really big song, and I remember liking it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense um, when put like that. But I guess that's the thing. Like, it would be interesting to go to a concert and see both of them, like the Veronicas and then Five Souls. It would connect, like, two very different eras of, like, being a 13, 14 year old. Right. Yeah, it would be like you and me, like, a, the perfect yeah, concert yeah, yeah, yeah. for us to attend. <laughs> <laughs> right, because the Veronicas would have been that age group, like, that age period for you, yeah. whereas I think Five Souls was that for me. Like, I would have been 14 at the time, I think. Right. Oh my God. Like, 15? Yeah. Yeah, so if we were to plan an nostalgia tour like five sauce would be like yours and the veronica's would yeah, be like yeah, mine yeah. but it's like five sauce could only play stuff from their first maybe their second album oh my god i feel like kind of the same with the veronica's except like we can put cruel in there because i've been converted to their third <laughs> album yeah 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 i know what you mean oh my god yeah yes the perfect nostalgia concert we missed out oh god yeah <laughs> we didn't know about it <laughs> also we didn't know each other at this time so it wasn't gonna yeah. happen anyway also, I don't think nostalgia exists in the present. So, like, there would have been no nostalgia in 2015 for 2015. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, shutting down the nostalgia concert. <laughs> but, yeah, now that but we've... if they did it now, I mean... Yeah, yeah we could, oh, we could totally, be... yeah, book Five Sauce now to, like, play with Veronica's <laughs> title it The Nostalgia Tour. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, as long as Five Sauce didn't sing, sing anything from, like, Youngblood. Like, please. Uh, I was not there for that album. Wait... The actual song Young Blood? No, the album. Oh, I haven't listened to the album. Um, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of the song Young Blood. Mm. Yeah. But I don't know, we're gonna we're gonna have like so many five source fans like coming after us now. Yeah, oh my god. Because I feel like that was their biggest song internationally as well, but anyway. Which is wild since like She Looks So Perfect is like a much better song. Yes. In my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> the whole pop punk era was just like so iconic. Oh my god, I don't know enough about it. I just know like individual songs because okay, Five Sauce were mm. never really on my radar, you know. Mm. Like I understand they were like a big thing for a lot of people, but like I just for some reason completely missed on out on that. Like I just, you know, when you miss a trend completely, like <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was me with Five Sauce. <laughs> Maybe you were like past the age point where you would have been like into five. Songs. Oh yeah, no, that that would have been a big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are like, oh yeah, they're more your thing. We've been through this. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, back to the Veronicas on uh, their own episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they also went on the Sanctified tour and started working on their upcoming fourth album, which we will talk about after yet another song break. Um, okay. I chose. Yeah, I actually. Oh, okay. 
kind of fail because I didn't actually choose a song from that album. I chose um, their most recent kind of a more recent thing to highlight stuff to come. I chose Biting My Tongue, okay. the single. This is Biting My Tongue by the Veronicas. All right. My goodness. Okay, that was Biting My Tongue by the Veronicas. Um, okay, so this last section is oh. a little hazy-ish, but oh yeah, we will talk about the song first. Yeah, I have thoughts about the song. Right. Even just the song itself, I didn't like it. Okay, yeah, I didn't... Like, it was fine. Like, it's the kind of song that it would, like, play as background noise and you'd be fine with it, but... Yeah. I... Uh, I don't even know if I'd be fine with it. <laughs> really? <laughs> it was like... Wh- it's like watered down the Veronica. Yeah. It sounds so 2016. It surprised me <laughs> to find out that this song was released in 2020. Right. Um, The music video does not make sense. No. Like, it just doesn't make sense that this song was released... This... Just, like, everything about this song was released in 2020. Like, it does not make sense to me. Yeah, yeah. It's, um... Yeah, look, it, I don't know, maybe I should have chosen In My Blood, but. <laughs> no, 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 but I think it's, I'm, I'm glad that you chose this and we get to talk about it. Because right. I'm like, I don't know where this is, where this is going to take us for the album. Yeah. I'm like, this genuinely feels like watered down and like less than. Yeah, look, I was expecting to like it more just because In My Blood wasn't really something that I was hugely impressed by at the time that it even came out. And it ended up being even more, like, yeah, I think, like, you mentioned, like, it being watered down. It did sound, like, very, like, not predictable, but, like, you know how Cruel was, like, mainstream in a good way? This was, like, mainstream in a it-doesn't-kind-of-work kind kind of way. Like, it doesn't fully work. Like, it it could have been written for anyone. It could have been a song done by anyone, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I feel like it takes the Veronicas to pull off cruel. Yeah, yeah. Or even like previous stuff like Forever and Untouched. It's like it's so them. Yeah. Like you listen to it and it's like, oh yeah, this is a Veronica's song. Whereas this is like, <sighs> yeah, yeah, it's frustrating because like it's it's no like, it's hard to like kind of get the sense of them as artists through this. Yeah. But oh, well, maybe it's down to like change and you know like it is like, maybe you know their career has like quite long and storied and like maybe this is just the latest iteration to like garner you know new attention and that kind of thing and yeah, yeah maybe maybe this is down to like garner new attention although not very successfully like that music video has what three hundred fifty thousand. oh views? yeah <laughs> yeah yeah oh look the, the album is still yet to come out maybe it will impress yeah. us in future I, i'm trying to remain positive but we'll see um yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah in uh, how they got to this point. So in June 2016, they announced they would briefly um, replace the Madden Brothers on The Voice Australia as coaches. They released the single In My Blood and then On Your Side, uh, which apparently Ruby Rose wrote, directed and starred in the music video for. Um, they <laughs> gave a topless performance of In My Blood at the 2016 ARIA Music Awards, uh, which they also hosted and got praised for it. Uh, wait, that's a, that's kind of wild. Did they host it topless? No, I think they did the performance as well? topless. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Which even then still feels a little bit wild. Yeah, like, like isn't the Aria's like on daytime television or something? Like, not daytime, but like, yeah. you know, during the day. Or like, primetime? I, I don't even, I don't watch yeah. the Aria's on I, I don't even like mean to pearl clutch, but I'm just sort of <laughs> yeah. like... It's not the kind of thing you'd normally find on Australian television that's meant for, like, a yeah. much wider audience, like, award shows naturally are. It probably felt like a lot on the day, but, like, in the grand scheme of, like, the cause of history or yeah. whatever. Sure. Yeah, as in, like, it probably provided some shock factor, shock value, um, but yeah. was also quite, like, yeah, well received. I'm not mad at it. Like, a bit surprised, but, like, not mad at yeah, it. Yeah, maybe that was, like, Australia's response to it overall <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, apart from that, um, in May 2017, they announced the release of their third single uh, of the album, um, The Only High, and it was originally scheduled to be released in June 2017, but was, but it was announced in November that year that they would not release any new material until 2018. Um, and then they released another new single, Think of Me, in March 2019. Um, okay, so this album is also kind of just with the years of like <laughs> different yeah, things going on. Years passing. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> maybe some mm. stuff going on behind the scenes here. 
Um, they were planned to release their next single, Life in Life of the Party, featuring the Australian rapper All Day in July 2019, uh, although this did not occur. Um, so at this time, well, around this time, they also performed at the Sydney uh, Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras after party in 2016. They performed at the 2018 Commonwealth Games closing ceremony. They performed at the Good Things Festival in 2019 and they had a reality show, uh, The Veronica's Blood is Life, which premiered in July 2019. What is their reality show about? Their reality show is, according to that's own Wikipedia page, um, is... <laughs> uh, what is this about? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <clears throat> oh, it's called Blood is Fault Life, not Blood is Life. What the <laughs> Mess. I'm just realizing that now. That's, it says blood is for life on the run sheet, but you said blood is life, and I didn't oh even process god. it. Like, what Mess. is that supposed to mean? I didn't. Even... <laughs> oh god! It's like some like vampire reality show. Okay. Um. Like, is it like a competition to like twins go and compete? No, like even MTV's like official page for this doesn't have a description. <laughs> There's just no description, no description for this reality show. MTV.com. What? Uh... This news.com article says, oh. Oh, is it just like a keeping up with the Kardashians, except it's like keeping up with the Veronica? Okay, so according to news.com.au, um, it says their new reality show is being touted as an inside look at their reconnection, but little is known about the tumultuous time when the Veronica's twins fell apart. Okay, mm. it is a transparent look at their everyday lives as they rekindled their bond in the wake of a rocky couple of years. Okay. Right. That okay. is interesting. Which is potentially why there wasn't a lot of music in between. Yeah, which is weird because, like, I did not get that from Wiki. Like, mm. <laughs> yeah. There was no indication that they had drifted or Well, whatever. no, none that I picked up on. So either I'm really dumb or, like, it's not as prominent in there, in the Wiki. Yeah. It wasn't made obvious. Um, Okay. But, I, like, that must be one of the difficulties of performing as twins. Right. Like, your entire career. Yeah, or, know? like, with family in general, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's really interesting. Um, huh. Okay. That kind of paints a more like complete picture of this kind of period of their career. Yeah, um, sure. but yeah, I guess moving on to more recent stuff, um, in June this year, the Sydney Morning Herald reported that the Veronicas were going to fill in as, uh, guest mentors for the ninth season of The Voice Australia. Um, they were filling in for Boy George, who will be mentoring his acts remotely from the UK because of travel constraints travel restrictions due to COVID. Um, But, Mm. yeah, in the same month, their fourth studio album, Human, was announced for release later this year. Okay. Um, Yeah, so I'm guessing, yeah, things like In My Blood will kind of feature on it. Um, The actual Wikipedia page for the album itself kind of goes into some of that. Um, Mm. Think of Me, Biting My Tongue uh, are both singles from this. And yeah. yeah, I don't know how I feel about this album based on In My Blood and what we just heard, Biting My Tongue. Yeah. I, mm. Yeah. I mean, at the very least, I can say that after this episode, I will go back and listen to some more of their older stuff. Yeah. Don't know how I feel about the newer stuff, but we'll have to wait and right. see. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, look, I, I feel kind of the same, mostly. I'm not, like, mm. yeah, I'm not waiting with, like, bated breath for this Um release but you know we'll see when it comes out i'm not like Mm. also you know completely shoving it to the side um Mm. but yeah it could be good yeah yeah i guess that kind of brings us to like you know the bending question and like whether you know what are we after next and oh i guess we've already kind of said like we're both really open to like whatever this new release might be but not like too invested in it at the moment yeah, I guess, like, if they can recapture some of the essence of, like, what kind of made them brilliant to begin with and, like, what they were able to recapture with um, Cruel, at least, mm-hmm. from the Veronicas, the self-titled album, like, that would be good. I just don't know that the last song that we listened to, Biting My Tongue, really managed to recapture that. That's fair. Yeah. I'm, yeah, more or less kind of on the same page with that. But Do We Stand is a different question. Yes. <laughs> I, look, Biting My Tongue was kind of a low, uh, uh, not a low, but like a 
like a hiccup on what was otherwise like a kind of strong uh, look through their past uh, material. Mm. Like even the songs that we didn't listen to, like some of the ones that I mentioned, some of the singles that we were that were mentioned were things that I really enjoyed from early on in their career. So I'm willing to say, yeah, yeah I do stand. Um, although I do acknowledge that like nostalgia does play like a huge part in my enjoyment of these songs. So I guess kind of being upfront about that. Um, but yeah, and I don't know, they've been like kind of consistent early on and it's just yeah. like more of their recent stuff is like kind of, uh, maybe a struggle for me to get into. But other than that, I'm, I'm willing to be open yeah. about it and I'm willing to kind of give it a chance. And for the most part, I do enjoy a lot of their work, um, enough to say, yeah, I do stand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, fair enough. I think I'm the same, to be honest, just even like. The level of iconic that Untouched was, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm willing to stand purely for right. that. Um, being that, like, the one song that I know. But, like, for good reason, mm. right? Like, I feel like everybody our age in Australia knows that song. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, such a musical moment. <laughs> yeah, it, it is, like... Like, I feel like you can mention the Veronicas to, like, anyone our age and they'd kind of, like, know at the very least, like, about them and like or, like, have some connection to, like, their older music. Yeah, or, like, know one of their songs at least, yeah. whether or not they know that, like, that, or the title, or, like, that it's a Veronica song specifically. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you play anyone, like, Untouched, I'm sure it'll ring a yeah. bell, whether or not they yeah. know. for sure. You know? So, like, yeah, that ha- there's something that has to be said for yeah. that. And I'm willing to yeah, start. Yeah, it's nice to end this <laughs> season on, like, a positive note also. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, beyond the confusion of like the Lord episode, like, did we listen to melodrama? Did we not listen to melodrama? <laughs> Would have been a weird note to end. Yeah. Yeah. No, this has been a much more stable kind of episode. But um, yeah. No, this is this has been a nice season to kind of like revisit like stuff that I was really mm. into like at a younger age and like stuff that was really um or music that was um really significant for me at like earlier stages of my life. No, I feel the same way about this season. Mm. Like just thinking about. Um, even like just tracing back the artists that we've done, Jessica Malboy, um, Kylie Minogue, (laughs) who's like recent stuff is like slapped. Like she's released what magic and I love it since Mm. we recorded, I think. Cause I think when we recorded, um, it was just her one single from disco. Mm. So she's since released two more and like both of them are great. Um, Yeah. It just also feels good to be like covering Australian music. You know, yeah, yeah, and um, New Zealand, um, our singers. yeah, yeah, <laughs> Australian and New Zealand music, like, yeah, it's been nice to to cover it, and yeah, yeah, what, yeah, for sure. After this, like, if if at all, like, what can people expect from us? Yeah, so this may be the last full season of Diva Dive, um, which is the end of an era. <laughs> but I guess, like, in many way of like in many ways in our personal lives, it's the end of an yeah. era. Yeah. But, I mean, it doesn't mean the end of everything. Like, we could very realistically come back to a final end-of-year kind of extravaganza episode to, you know, <laughs> go through our uh, yeah. what this year has been for us in terms of music and what a year it has been, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I say under um, my pillow fort still. Can... <laughs> I mean, maybe we'll be able to record that season together. Not that season. That episode together just, like, in a park somewhere. Yeah. I mean, it would be terrible for acoustics. That could but... be a possibility. Um... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll see what we can make happen. Yeah, the acoustics will be bad, but we'll... I don't know. We'll think yeah, of something. Yeah, yeah. This has been Diva Dive. Season four. This has been Diva Dive. <laughs> Season four. Seasons one through one... four, if you've been binging us yeah, until now. Yeah, <laughs> like... this has been... Yeah, the Veronicas. This has been season four Homecoming. This has been Diva Dive. Thank you so much for listening to us. Um... And we will see you maybe very soon. Bye. Bye.